Welcome to the BNR Ministries, where we have been exploring the seven fundamental truths of kingdom prayer. The first week, we have talked about a healthy communication line with God, which deals with one, knowing that God speaks truth and that he is truth, knowing that the Bible is God's very spoken word and that the Bible can be trusted. Pastor Bernard gave three principles to help us not hinder our prayer life and to have a healthy relationship and communication with God, which are repenting and turning away from our sins, having a humble heart and intentionally seeking a righteous life for our prayer life. Today, we will start our second fundamental truth, which is if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. Pastor Bernard will explain why is intimacy such an important part to our prayer life. Before we get into the teaching, I would like to say, if you want to support the BNR Ministries, we ask that you share this message with your life group, with your friends and family on Facebook, on Instagram, and help us get the word out so we can grow closer to Christ. Here is Pastor Todd Bernard. We have been looking and exploring the truths of kingdom prayer. How do we pray and get our prayers answered? What does the Bible say about prayer? And how do we need to construct our life in order for God to be pleased with us to answer our prayers? We have learned that prayer is our open communication with God. We realize that prayer is the foundation of everything Jesus did in his ministry. And that when we draw near to God, in return, he will draw near to us, which opens up a healthy communication with God. So when we talk to him, we know that he is listening. But what does drawing near to God and he will draw near to us mean? The best example is from Jesus' life and ministry. We notice that Jesus, often, he slipped away into the wilderness to pray. In Luke 5, 16, it says, So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. See, when we oscillate ourselves, where it's just you and God, you are being more focused and intentional on your relationship with God. And, and it will help you grow a intimate relationship with God. We see that Jesus had an intimate relationship with the Father. He was getting closely acquainted because he took time to withdraw where it was just him and the Father. See, people do not like telling personal stuff when you are uh, in a group or other people are around. But when you grab that person and pull them outside of the group, they will be more willing to open up. So when you isolate yourself to spend time with God, you will be more willing to open up and grow intimate with the father. And as so, the father will draw near to you. We see that. When he withdrew himself in this extended time of prayer, it refreshed him and empowered him for the rest of his ministry. So we see that prayer empowers us and refreshes us to continue to serve the Lord. 
See, the world can have a beating on us sometime and we need to refuel. We need to rejuvenate. And usually when we rejuvenate, we have uh, had rest, right? When you rest, you are refreshed and you are empowered to do the rest of what your purpose that God has for you in your life. He draws near to you when you draw near to him. We notice that Jesus draw to the wilderness to get away from all distractions. Jesus know the power of what we do in secret that God can bless in public. When the prayers are being answered, we see that when we do in secret our prayer life God can help us in public. See, when we go into our prayer rooms or our prayer closets and we bend over the bed and we begin to cry out to the Lord, is when his power can be shown through you in front of everyone else. We also notice that Jesus prayed during miracles. In Mark 1.35, before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. This is after he has healed many people from demon possessions. So the very first thing that we see is that he withdrew himself, he isolated himself, and he went by himself to pray. In this case, he done this after he has done God's work, healing people from demon possession. We notice in spiritual warfare, it only happens when you pray. We notice when miracles happen, they don't just happen. They do, but it's not often, but they happen often after we see Jesus have prayed to God. We notice that Jesus prayed after he had done the work of God. This is a good point for us to do after we serve others for God. We go into prayer thanking him for the opportunity he has given us to be the hands and feet. Jesus prayed in significant moments like when he got baptized. In Luke 3, 31, it says, One day when the crowd were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. As he was praying, the heavens opened up. Prayer is extremely important to pray during significant moments in our life. Prayer is super important because Jesus' followers, his disciples, asked him to teach them to pray. In Luke 11, 1, once Jesus was in a certain place praying, as he finished, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. The only thing that the disciples ever asked from Jesus was to teach them to pray, not to heal, not to do anything except teach them to pray. See, the disciples didn't have to ask Jesus to teach them to heal. He was already showing them how to do it. But the disciples were more concerned with prayer because this opens up the line to God to be able to speak to him. And so what God gave them was a focused training on how to pray and align uh, their will with God's will 
See, if the central mission of God in Jesus is the advancement of God's kingdom for God's glory, then the focus of our prayer life should be to pray kingdom focused prayers. See, prayers is the lifeline to God. It's so important that he taught his disciples how to pray and when to pray. Prayer is the most personal way to experience God, even encounter him and to grow in knowledge of him, to get more intimate with him. In fact, in Ephesians 6, 18, God's desire is for us to pray on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. So it's a desire of God's for us to come to him through prayer. It's our lifeline of communication with God. This brings me to the second fundamental truth. God come draw near to you when we draw near to him. You may be thinking, what does this have to do with prayer? Well, when we grow in intimacy with God, it allows us to have a personal relationship with the father. And when you have a personal relationship with someone, it is easy to talk to them and to be open with them and tell them exactly what you are needing. It's easier for you to tell them what you are struggling with and how you are seeking their help. This type of relationship only comes in the form of intimacy. Prayer is us coming to God for thanking, thanksgiving, thanking him. It's us coming to God to ask for help in our walk. It's us coming to God and asking for forgiveness and confession of our sins, which is intimacy. It's natural for Christians to long to experience the closeness of a intimate relationship with the father, but true intimacy with God is not simply a feeling, but it goes much deeper than emotion. It goes right down to our very soul and it reflects by our actions. See in Proverbs 3 32 explains that God cannot have an intimate relationship with evil or with disobedient Christians and true intimacy with God begins when we draw near to him. The first point of prayer is all about intimacy. God will never draw near to those who do not draw near to him. And the way we draw near is through intimacy, which is through righteousness. And James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double minded. God will never draw near in intimacy with unrighteousness, but those who have been cleansed by the blood of Christ and have received his righteousness at the cross. So intimacy deals with the cleansing by the blood of Jesus Christ, which by uh, the by that we do accept to believe what Jesus have said and to have faith in Jesus is the first step of us growing intimate with the father. And second Corinthians five twenty one says for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. So it's 
because of God's loving us so much, he sent his son to be sin, which Christ knew no sin so that we may have hope of intimacy with God. In Ephesians 2, 8, it says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God. It's through our faith that we have been saved. And then in Hebrews 7, 19, it says, for the law made nothing perfect. But on the other hand, a better hope is introduced through which we draw near to God. So it's through our faith in Jesus Christ that we have that hope through which we can draw near to God. Jesus is, in fact, the model of intimacy with God. In Ephesians 5, 1, it says, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. So this is the will of God for us is to become more like Jesus Christ, because Jesus and the father are one and no relationship can be closer than the oneness is with the father that Jesus experienced. And John 10 30 explained that Jesus and the father are one. In John 14, 9, Jesus says to him, to, to him, have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever have seen me have seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? So us drawing near to God is through Jesus Christ because the Christ is the father and Jesus is the human. So Jesus Christ is the father. So through Jesus Christ and what he has done for us, that we get to put on the breastplate of righteousness and grow intimate in our relationship with Christ, the father. See, Jesus Christ's relationship with the father was characterized by love and obedience. In love, Jesus came to earth to do his father's will. So we will also realize that doing the father's will in our life is by far the most important thing to focus on in our walk with Christ. In order to uh, for us to get our prayers answered, we must learn to pray in the accordance with the father's will. We see that Jesus did nothing on his own, but in all things, he did the will of the fathers. And John 530 says, I cannot do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of who sent me. So we see the most evident and then and we, we see this most when the night before Jesus crucifixion, he suffered from the anticipation what was to come. Jesus asked the father to release him from this fate that he was about to suffer and remove him from this. But in the end, he pleaded by saying in Luke twenty-two forty-two, yet not my will be done, but your will be done. See, this is a perfect example of a true intimate reflection and obedience as Jesus yield his will to that of the fathers. 
There can only be intimacy with God when we are in good fellowship with him through obedience and love. Then we can know the joy and peace that comes from trusting him and yielding to his will, just as Jesus did, which brings us closer to the father, which stands and will open up the open, healthy communication line so that we can have a personal talk with the father and know that he is listening to us. So let's just go over uh, before we close out what we have learned this far. The first fundamental truth is that uh, to kingdom prayer is that to have a healthy communication line to the father in order for this to happen, we must understand that God is true and that the Bible is the very spoken word and that the word can be trusted. We know that God hates lies and he hates the unrighteousness of man. And so these things hinder our prayer life. So the first principle we learn is that we have to repent of our sins and turn from our sin. The second point was that we have to have a humble heart because pride blinds us to where we can't see past ourselves. The third point was to intentionally every day on purpose work towards uh, your right relationship with God by living righteousness or should I say seeking to live righteousness. Today, we talked about the second fundamental truth of kingdom prayer, and that is to understand that we need to draw near to God and he will draw near to us. We do this through intimacy with the father. We grow in intimacy by the obedience and love. We grow intimate with the father when we take personal time away from our life and come to him in prayer like Jesus did for sacred moments, for special times in our life, and just to be refreshed and empowered. We grow intimate by the obedience of God's will and not our will, which is done in love. Next week, we will focus on our third fundamental truth of kingdom prayer, which is praying according to God's will, which will be done by Pastor Robert. This is what I call the top kept secret that everybody knows, but don't nobody do because they don't understand it. And because they don't understand it, it cannot be applied, which hinders their prayer life. So thank you guys for joining in again. If you want to support us in the BNR Ministries, we ask that you share this podcast with your group, with your friends and with your family. Let's get the word out there and start motivating others to walk according to God's will. That's my time. And remember, Jesus Christ loves you.